I don't like to boast. They like hot butter on the breakfast toast. Watching flicks, talking chicks. I like to mow the boat. Can River Man make it? Yo, a check. Nope. So look at all these movies I got. Commenting like, mmm, should we watch them or not? I know they just be acting for cash. But I still got one question to ask. Like, why'd he do that? Do that? Do that? If that was me, I'd be like, screw that. Screw that. Screw that. I'm an alpha. I'd eat through that. Through that, through that, mmm. So why'd he do that? Do that, do that, mmm. All right, what's up, everybody? Zach and Aaron are back again. We are of the Revival House Network breed, and this is BTM Commentary. Uh, doing our request exploitation. We're going to go right into it. We're doing Alone in the Dark. Let's go in three, two, one, play. This movie is fucking ass. Yeah. I had to watch it today. I had fucking, yeah, it's fucking. Uh, see, here's the thing. I got like, you know, I'm watching it. I'm like, this isn't so bad. Like, I've heard so much fucking like terrible shit about this. My expectations are so low. Uh, I think, uh, you know, this isn't terrible. Um, it, I mean, it's not interesting. It's pretty boring. And uh, fucking, it's not doing anything I think it's set out to do. Uh, it should be wrapping up. Fucking, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'd say maybe uh, three out of ten. And, uh, yeah, this should be wrapping up. Let me see how much longer I have. And then I look, and it's right in the middle of the fucking movie. I'm like, fuck this movie. It's got Steven Dorff in it, right? Exactly. That's how you know it's shit. So, he isn't the real Dorff. He ain't no Brad. Hey, off the record, I think I'm going to turn down. I'm I'm spiking kind of hard. I'm turning down his volume a little bit. Is that going to fuck you up, Zach? Yeah, this fucking uh, Aaron, he can't, he, he doesn't know his own shit. Well, I was kind of hoping you were going to edit that out in post. But. <laughs> well, then you should have said it. You should have just turned it down. Well, I didn't I didn't know if it was going to fuck up the operation after. This is how little we give a shit about this no, movie. No, so what happened? <laughs> so, so we didn't even give a proper intro or anything because uh, Zach is very limited on time. At first, he's like, I got like a two-hour window. We got to be done by X amount of time. And then I get down here and he's like, actually... I got to leave like 30 minutes earlier than that. I'm like, well, this movie's like fucking an hour and 35 minutes. How does that work? I might be gone in the last fucking like 10 minutes of the show. I might be gone. No, really? Yeah, I got to fucking, I got to go to another fucking, I'm going to start a new job, baby. Well, why, why even are we even doing it then? Because we got to get it over with. Fuck this movie. <laughs> so- Who gives a shit? Uh, why don't we... Oh, I'm not going to do the last 10 minutes without you, man. Why? You can't take one for the team? No, I can't, dude. I, it's just It just doesn't feel right. I feel like... How does it feel right? Because I, like, I feel like we could just finish the last 10 minutes at another time. That's, that's fucking pointless. I think doing a commentary we can't finish is pointless. How was that? Is that fucking Laura... What's her name? Jim Carrey's fucking Dumb and Dumber. Don't change the subject, bitch. We're, we're hashing this out right now. <laughs> what? I I, I I want nothing to do with this. I'll probably just say, see, I had to watch this fucking earlier today so that somebody knew what was going on. And uh, I, like I said, I got halfway in. I'm like, this is fucking, you know, I don't know if I can do it. So uh, I just started not paying attention because I definitely didn't want to watch it twice in a row. And uh, so, yeah, I'm probably just going to sit here and look at my phone for an hour and 30 minutes. Hit count had 20 of them before 
Hey, look at this guy. He fucking does that thing where he grows a beard and then he shaves the fucking under his chin. Why you do that? You look like a juggalo. That's like juggalo paint on your face. You don't cut your, your fucking grooming, man? You don't cut your line? Like, how do you do it? You just go full-on neckbeard? Like, strongman? No, he's not He's not cutting it below the fucking neck. He's cutting it below the fucking chin. He's not even hiding his fucking turkey neck. Let people be, dude. Is this young that's Steve, fucking, Steven That's fucking stupid shit. Young Steven Dorf? I, I, I'm not gonna let them be. They should be fucking castrated. They should be put to death. People that do that. So are you are you serious? You might have to bail like ten minutes before we're done. Uh, maybe. Well, try it. How do you know? Like, okay, so what is it you have to go to? An appoint, a doctor's appointment, or is it a job interview? What were you about to say? I'm starting a new job tonight. Oh, well, that's a big deal. No shit. I mean, I- I'm surprised you even wanted to do the podcast. What did you do? I mean, you don't have to go into it if you don't want to. What kind of job did you get? Uh, that's another freaking cleaning job. I couldn't get the. F- Nobody would call me back, and then finally I get another cleaning job. And it's only that's an Christian hour Slater. Long. I thought this was the Stephen Dorff. That's Christian Slater. Stephen Dorff's not in this. Guess not. Fuck They're very movie. similar. They're very similar. They both kind of have like uh, I almost said mongoloid eyes, but that's insensitive. This is great. He wakes up, and the kid's like, "Oh, did you have a bad dream?" It's like, why do you would you think that? He just kind of like he just went uh. And just kind of woke up. He looked like he came. Maybe he came in his pants. Maybe he had a good dream. You know? And then he's like, oh, yeah, my mom says there's nothing. Uh, he says something like, oh, yeah, the, the, the dark is scary. And he's like, no, nah, I don't fucking know. I forgot already. Fuck this movie. Okay, so tell me more about the, the gig, right? So it's only an hour? What? It's only an hour. Like an orientation type thing? No, the job. It takes an hour. And uh, I'm like, oh, fuck, I ain't, I ain't gonna make that much extra money. And then they're like, oh, but uh, we pay like 30-something bucks an hour. And I'm like, okay. Oh, really? That's good. That's that's good extra money, dude. Like, just to an yeah. hour? It, it's it, it. What about the commute, though? Is it pretty close? It's fucking five minutes away. Oh, dude, that's worth it, man. Oh, yeah. Listen Wait. to them fucking swallowing that microphone on this uh, overdub. Wait, wait, wait a second, though. So, if if it's only an hour long, why didn't you suggest we just record when you got home? Because then I gotta go to the other job. I got both of them. Oh, I got you. It's all coming together for me now. I got it. Life, man. Life. It's fucking. It's what happens when you're plan making plans, baby. It's fucking shit. We should uh, just all fucking kill ourselves now. Is that uh, the weird kid that got locked up with Jason Ritter and Freddy vs. Yeah. Jason? Yeah, Uwe Bull like, loves this guy's cock or something. He puts him in like all kinds of movies he makes. There's that movie fucking, uh, uh, what was that movie called? The one where he's like a fucking crazy guy uh, that fucking that. puts on riot gear and starts fucking shooting people. Yeah, the one that's been requested. But I, Is it Rampage? What's it called? That's been requested. I think it has, because well, we've talked about an EOE exploitation a lot, and it never comes to fruition. I watched Rampage, and it was fucking like, man, that's probably like his most highly rated movie, and it's like a 3 out of 10. Yeah. This movie wasn't even worth getting a decent uh, file size for either. It's awfully low res. It looks like shit. I don't know <laughs> if that's the copy or the movie looks like that. It looks like a YouTube video from 2004. It's it's like whoever edited the movie, they uh, they didn't disable resampling, so it looks like it's every fucking movement is ghosting. Like mm. uh, if you paused it, 
you'd see like and you went frame by frame you'd see like remnants of the last frame kind of fading out it looks like shit you'll notice it later in the action scenes it fucking looks terrible i'll notice it even through all this like low res fuzz yeah the action scenes coming up are fucking hideous i see well anywho would you fuck this dude though which one the answer is no to both doesn't matter I'd fuck them both. I'd make them fucking scream. Hey, man, you know what uh, show I've been watching lately? Uh, you, you talked about it quite a bit over the last couple of years, but I I watch Glow. I've been binging it anyway. I'm, fr- I'm through the first two seasons. Glow! Hell yeah, I watched season three recently. I See, I'm starting season three tonight. I think it's a great show, man, and it's fun, and I love the 30-minute run times. It's great. You can knock a whole season out. It just burns through. Uh, you know, it does it right where it... It kind of—it's. I know when I get done with season three, it's going to leave me wanting more, right? Which I'd rather mm-hmm. have them be, you know, short seasons, ten episodes, thirty minutes, than be overly long, right? Hell yeah! What's the name of the chick in the show? The main chick? Oh, that's uh, Allison Brie. That's Dave Franco's wife. Yeah, she's showing her tits in the show. That's crazy. I've only seen season two, and she showed them a little bit in the locker room one one episode. She shows them in the new season. They nice tits. Okay, man. Don't no more spoilers, man. I want to be surprised when I see the tits. They're uh, dank AF. Spoiler alert! What the hell's going on here? It's like a putty from the Power Rangers. Yeah, look, look, this is, look at this. Look at this. Oh my god! It's like a strobe light going on. Yeah, it's really dizzy. Was this an artistic choice or an autistic choice? <laughs> Both. Fucking Uwe Boll's the biggest autist I've ever met. Yeah, we should talk about Uwe Boll. He's a fucking weirdo. Like, yeah. Yeah, I remember he was doing interviews where he's like, fuck Michael Bay, fuck all these people that watch Michael Bay, this stupid popcorn movie. It's like, motherfucker, you're like a discount Michael Bay. You're not even like, like you're Michael Bay if Michael Bay didn't get a bunch of people in the seats to watch the movie. You fucking re-re. I'm shocked he gets C-listers in his movies, though. Even even anybody that has any kind of name. I'm surprised he gets any budget. I don't... Did you, did you ever... I think the only um, Ui movie I tried to watch all the way through was In the Name of the King. You ever seen that piece of shit? I, <laughs> look at that. He just fucking, like, fucking ninja kicked. Fucking spinning kicked. Dude, I thought this was based on a video game. Where's the horror element? Yeah, like, it it, it sets it up like, oh, yeah, this is a fucking, you know, you're going to see ghosts and shit, paranormal. And it's like a fucking alien ripoff. <sighs> they even, like, redo the fucking classic alien reveal shot. It's fucking, it's stupid. He's like, I will do your film, but I do it my way. It's not is is not even an adaptation of the game. He takes extreme liberties. Yeah, he's, he's like the go-to video game. This is hilarious. Watch, he gets shot and he just fucking like takes it. Let's see. Whoa! <laughs> the new kid. He took it. Whoa! Look at that. Look at that effect. We should do House of the Dead though. That's pretty bad. I've seen House of the Dead. Oh, it went through the fucking barrel of the gun. It's like the end of Resident Evil Zero. I've seen House of the Dead. That's absolute terror. Whoever's whose idea was that to you know splice in the game footage because that is the worst thing you've ever seen. That was an autistic choice again. You you've seen it, right? Yeah, I could I could barely get through it. It is. I hear part two is better with Sticky Fangas. Sticky Fangas, dude. It's very off putting. Like I don't know if that was a, a, an agreement with Sega. Like, hey, you gotta, you know, put 
some footage in your game. That's such a bad idea. It could only come from the head of Uli Bull. Yeah, it was ridiculous, man. And In the Name of the King starring uh, Jason Statham. That movie's trash. And I don't know why Jason Statham did a movie like that, even at that point in his career. Mm. Uh, it was just, it's terrible. Do you ever try watching that? Hell no. He's fighting these six-foot humanoid rats, but they look like leftover costumes from the Power Rangers TV show, like people, dudes in rat costumes. With Hell yeah. It, it, it's really bad. And the sequel, you know, who who got handed those scraps? Dolph Lundgren. I mean, he's big in taking those sequel scraps. Oh, yeah. You ever hear, like, his whole scam behind making movies? Who, Lundgren? I uh, fucking Uwe Bull. Oh, look, hey, it? fucking Tara Reid. They put glasses and put her hair in a bun, and she looks like a smart person now. <laughs> it's like the... Archaeologist. It's like the dits on glow. The dits on glow. They give her the glasses and... Hell yeah. Anyway, you were saying... Fucking, he has this scam, and he it doesn't it doesn't work like this anymore, which is why he doesn't put out movies anymore, I bet. But, like, uh, the UK or wherever he's from, Germany, they used to be, like, Canada, where they'd, like, oh, yeah, we really take care of, like, our own. Like, uh, you, you get tax breaks and stuff if you're, like, if you shoot the movie in Canada. And all, like, uh, bands from Canada talk about, like, oh, yeah, the state of Canada, they pay for, like, uh, studio time and shit if... If you record in Canada, it's weird. It's fucking weird. But like, yeah, in Germany, they would do this thing like, oh, yeah, he ends up making uh, more money if he makes a flop than if he makes a good movie it's through some leap, uh, loopholes and shit. So he basically uh, just made shitty movies and he kept getting more funding for more shitty movies. Interesting. It reminds me of uh, I was listening to a podcast last night about the NWO, right? The wrestling. And it had uh, Jericho, and he was hosting it, but he was interviewing Scott Hall. He was interviewing, what the fuck's his name, Eric Bischoff. And he was interviewing, uh, I think, like, Booker T was there. I don't know. But Scott Hall was going off about, you know, it's like, I, I, I was at Madison Square Garden. I was headlining it. It was sold out. That's great. I wasn't making any fucking money in those days. I mean, that memory lives in my head. But at the end of the day, man, once once you're not young anymore and, the artistic shit goes out the window. It's all about that cheddar. Right? Oh, yeah, like, the just, artistic just, shit, just, too. He's like, just fucking pay me. That's what Uwe Bowl is, right? He's like, he found his way to make money. He doesn't give mm-hmm. a shit if the movies he's turning out is just absolute tripe. He sounds like Charles Damn. Band. Fuck, yeah, Charles Band is more dignified than Uwe Bowl. Uh, maybe, but, I mean, is Charles Band movies even good? They're not good, man. These days, are they really good? They're, they're trash. Uh, I think uh, he knows they're trash, and uh, there's something uh, fun about that when you know you're trash. You know he's, you're a bootleg fucking Uwe Bull. He's not the he's better than Uwe Bull, I mean. Yeah, I wish you would have attended the Crypticon with Todd and I when he was there. He would have been an interesting, he was interesting to talk to. And I would have liked to have interviewed him because he's fucking weird. I almost did. We set something up like after the fact. He gave me his card, and we were talking on Twitter, and... I just never did, but that's before you were in our ranks, and you would have been Mister. You would have been the guy to talk to him. Yeah, I'd have been like, well, "How does it feel to live in Lloyd Kaufman's shadow?" You'd be like, "I am living." Lloyd Kaufman lives in my shadow. He's a bootleg me, and I'd be like, "Yeah, well, he's better. He, he makes better movies than you do, though." He just had a sleazy I mean, vibe about him. He kind of reminded me. He was like a snake oil salesman or a used car salesman, right? And he he reeked of date rape. Yeah, he's like, fucking, uh, let me sign your fucking DVD and you can have it for cheaper. Mm. Like, that, that, you know that's good. Whenever you go to his website, it's like, 
Yeah, 30 bucks for a new DVD, but you could get it for 25 if you let me sign it. I'll tell you what, he's though. A, he's amazing. There's some good guests at that Kansas City Con that are getting announced. I kind of wish they were there last year because I don't want to go to that one again this year, but it's too bad. Fucking uh, our bo- the fucking death himself from Bill and Ted too. I I could take my Bill and Ted poster and get it signed. You know, and Riverman could get his own eight by ten printed of William Sadler's oil down ass from Die Hard two because he always talks about it and get him to autograph it. Oh yeah. No, Josh James. He's got a convention that'll be. I think it's coming up. I think it's just in a couple of months. Uh, in his neck of the woods, he lives in Joyce, and it's got Andrew Benarski. And I'm like, man, we need Andrew Benarski at one of ours. They started letting him come back. I thought they they fucking banned him after he got drunk and beat up a guest or this something. Guy, this guy looks like Eric Clapton, right? Oh yeah, that certain that certain era of Eric Clapton, slow hand era. Look at him. Uh, anyway, yeah, dude, Bernarski would be tops. I, I, I don't I don't see how we could have a serious interview with him. I don't know what I'd fucking say to that guy. Yeah, I don't know. We think of Trump, bro. That would be a good yeah, start. Oh yeah, that would be a good starter. Just get it going. I think he's a type of guy where you just need to kind of set him up, tee him up, and then he'll just he'll just go off. And I think a, saying something like a Trump thing or asking him a question, you know, politically. If they if they brought him back though, he he maybe he cleaned up his act. Maybe he wouldn't uh, take the bait. Yeah, I'm not sure. But he's, he's like, funny. He's like, I don't get drunk and fucking beat up uh, people visiting anymore. I would just like to see his his table and what he... Well, he's got a lot of stuff to go off of. He probably has Street Fighter design GIF 8x10s. He's got Leatherface 8x10s. He's got uh, probably Batman Returns chip 8x10s, which is the thing I like him from the most. You know, dad, go, save yourself, dog, Yeah, remember when you played the fucking retard in the Batman movie? That was your best role. You you play a retard really good. You're really convincing. No, we would just have to send you up there, and I'd have a camera, and you'd have to get him to sign a picture of Gunnar Hansen. Hell yeah, the the best leather face. Yeah. What do you think of the best leather face, Andrew? What do you think of this? You get pissed. Like, fuck his dead nuts. He was lucky, though, that he got that job because there was that era, right, uh, when when Platinum, Platinum Dunes or whatever the fuck, Platinum, whatever Michael Bay's fucking company is that was remaking all these shitty horror movies. Uh, there was this thing where, hey, we got to make all these villains and these remakes hulkingly huge. Oh, yeah. They all did it. It's almost like they're in the same universe. Were they all Platinum Dunes? Was that, uh, wasn't Texas Chainsaw 2? Or is that? Yeah. Was it not? Was it New Line or was it Platinum Dunes? New, both both yeah it's like okay we gotta have this big guy that uses steroids he's seven foot tall we gotta play him have him be leatherface except for uh fucking freddy they didn't make him huge yeah that would have been weird i've been hilarious he looks like super freddy in the remake like he drank the last vial of ooze oh yeah um and then of course you had jason which they made jason just ridiculously big and then you have what's it called uh it wasn't platinum dunes uh, michael myers rob zombie he got a wrestler mm-hmm. to play and i i don't i've never liked <clears throat> i've never liked that michael myers i don't like how he's so big and tall and it just it's a little off-putting mm-hmm. i think he's too big i think his cock is big I don't know. I met Tyler Maine though at one of the conventions River and I attended, and he was really skinny, like he was like a, a, a bean pole. I mean, I kind of thought he looked like he kind of had AIDS. Uh, I mean, that's oh, a yeah. horrible thing to start, but no, I, he just he was small. He was older. 
you could tell it's like, ah, you know, I don't work out or anything, but he's a big dude. He's real tall. And I just remember him eating Taco Bell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the best Taco Bell taco? Well, it's 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 a taco that they don't really sell anymore. And for a while, the chili cheese burrito, it's like at first in the 90s, I swear every location sold them. Then, you know, 10 years later in the early noughties. They're naughty. It was just kind of depending on the store, like franchise, like, or they were off the menu, right? You'd be like, hey, I know it's not on the menu. Can you whip me together a chili cheese burrito? Do you fucks with the Doritos Locos? I don't eat that shit anymore, man, so I don't fucks with none of it. Even though it would be tempting if they brought back chili cheese burritos, which they have all the ingredients there. Like, just fucking, all the meat's the same. Everything at Taco Bell tastes the exact same. Bootleg meat. Doesn't it all taste the same? It doesn't matter what you get. The Doritos Locos is dank. You could be eating an Inchorito. You could be eating a, uh, what's it, Crunchwrap Supreme. You could be eating a soft taco, a seven-layer burrito, and it all tastes the fucking same. But... If they could whip me together chili cheese burritos, I would eat it out of just nostalgia. Because, uh, and for a while, when I was going uh, to Nebraska to visit Todd and stuff for a week, that was just a tradition, man. We'd go and get chili cheese burritos and go in his basement and, and watch uh, Friday the 13th Marathon or something and just gorge ourselves. And he would always get a Baja Blast because that was his thing. But I just, I would just fucking down like five chili cheese burritos. I didn't give a fuck. And they used to tear me up man i used to have the most wicked fucking chili cheese shits after and it's really weird because uh, did you did you ever have a chili cheese burrito no okay the cheese to chili ratio is 50 50 like it's a lot of cheese right but that's the beauty of it so i, I think my sphincter doesn't know whether it wants to run like a faucet or be clogged up because you got a beta sphincter i guess so man <laughs> i don't know it's a beta you need to fucking loosen that shit up. Like, all of my shit just fucking just plops out like water. <laughs> I, was, I heard a joke earlier. You said sphincter, and it reminded me. Somebody was uh, reviewing the Joker because they finally watched it. And this comedian said, like, yeah, it's pretty dark. And he goes, <laughs> and somebody said, he's like, it was darker than uh, it was darker than Don Cheadle's sphincter. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'd fuck him. Don Cheadle? Don Cheadle and the guy saying it. Why not? Remember, he was in Boogie Nights. That's the first time I saw Don Cheeto. Do you know there's a band called Illuminati Hotties? No. That's genius. I'm surfing the fucking internet. Like I said, I'm just looking at my phone through this whole movie. Oh, I gotta say. So, I mean, I guess... No, wait. They should have called it fucking Illuminati Jihadi Hotties. Yeah, that would have been funny. That would have been a fucking danker. Or what if they had the fucking... The one of those band names where they put the fucking uh, person's name in the beginning. They could call it John Gotti and the Illuminati Hottie Jihadis. I think it would only That's a tongue twister. I think it would only do well for them. You know, uh, any news is good news. It worked for Mia Khalifa, right? She put on the hijab or whatever, and it's like, oh, look at me. Now, every- oh yeah, them tits. I'm just saying, like, the shock value, especially when you start attaching Muslim culture to it. Just put a put put that in your band name, and it'll cause attention, right? Fuck yeah, and draw Muhammad on the cover. Alright. That'd be fucking hard core. <laughs> no, just make the cover of your album a bunch of those like women with their heads coming out of the dirt like plants. You know what they do to women out, out there over there? Hell yes. That's where we fucking should be doing it everywhere. You know, if they if they look at you wrong, man, they put them in the dirt. Look at that chick. She hot. She got big shoulders. She's kinda handsome. Oh god, you beta. But anyway, you no, know, going off topic if we don't want to talk about this piece of shit movie. 
I, I mentioned to you a podcast or two ago, but you know, I finally was playing Castlevania Symphony of the Night, and I'm still I beat the game Dog. over a week ago. Like I beat the game over a week ago, and I'm still playing it because I want 100 percent it. I'm playing the version that they released on PlayStation 4 as part of the the collection with uh, Rondo of Blood and that, right? Yeah, fucking, uh, you're not playing the original version, which has a uh, fucking hilariously shitty fucking voiceover acting. Uh, you sure? It's the fucking same to me. Uh, the new one probably has bad voiceover acting too, but I think it's different. I don't know. See, I've always, the thing is, is I've just never sat and played through the game, but I've seen it played a million times and I've even started it, but never really got anywhere with it. I'm pretty familiar. I mean, I've seen that intro scene, right? Where he's talking to, uh, uh, Dracula's talking to fucking uh, Richter. Mm-hmm. You know, and make them your slaves. And it sounds the same to me than it always has. And what's with the reverb they put on it, though? You got to have that reverb. It lets you know that you're in a big fucking hall, baby. It's the Dracula's castle. But anyway, the game's that good to where I'm trying to 100% it. And I'm just, I'm not really this guy that wants to fucking get trophies and platinum trophies. But this is a game I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get the platinum. But it kind of sucks because. To get a platinum, since it's a collection game, I have to get all the trophies and achievements in Rondo of Blood. Not as fun, because Rondo of Blood's tough. It's tougher than shit, and it's kind of weird going from Symphony of the Night, which is more open and free, and, you know, obviously there's the RPG elements, and going to Rondo of Blood, which is more classic, level-based, and it's just, it's tough as shit, man. So, but gladly, thank God, goodness, most of the achievements are on the Symphony of the Night. And I've, as far as Symphony of the Night, I've almost 100%ed it. The only thing, I'm missing a couple of small little achievements, which I can get tonight. And I, the map, I'm missing one room, and I have no fucking clue where it is. I'm still missing one room. Fucking, you knew the fucking map I sent you? The purple didn't help. I already had those cleared. It's one, I, I, literally, I did this thing where I'm zooming in, you know, because it's, it's a little cumbersome, kind of looking at everything. It's so long, a giant map. So I'm having to zoom in and go frame by frame, like, okay, and then looking at my TV, looking at the f- picture on the phone. Uh, and maybe I was just looking at it too long a few nights ago when I last attempted it, but I got to sit down and just find that last damn room. Hell yeah. But that's going to drive me crazy. I beat it with, uh, I beat it with Richter, too, to get a, an achievement as well. Which mm-hmm. which was fun, um, yeah. But it's a great Did game. You just do the fucking jump fly to the end. Well, I couldn't do it from the very beginning. I was able to expedite it pretty fast. But it, it, people were referring to it as if like you could just do the jump from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Can you? Yeah. Like what do you mean? Like from like from where you are in the castle, like that first frame, you can. There's like a glitch or something. Oh no! You gotta get to the certain area where you can do it. Yeah, and you just down up jump, down up. Yeah, the 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 uppercut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean you can get through it pretty fast. I mean i i got I got to him in two hours, and even then I was just kind of having fun actually exploring the map, and I was you know getting away from the point of me just wanting the achievement. Yeah. And Richard's a little bitch; he dies super quick. Yeah, that too. Fucking two hits, he's dead. Well, that's something I'll say. Uh, Symphony of the Night. It's a lot easier because of that RPG level up system. It's a lot easier than something like Rondo of Blood. And, you know, by the time I by the time I was at the end of the game and I was fighting Dracula and I was fighting all these guys, they were so fucking easy. Like once you get the chrysogram, mm-hmm. you know, you get you get the chrysogram, and once you get the chrysogram, you don't even fucking need the magic anymore. I mean, you don't need magic. You don't need the sub items. I never once cast a spell when I was playing the, you know, 
the game game. I only do whenever I accidentally fucking cast a spell. Yeah, it's like they don't, they don't really help you. And I don't even I didn't even use familiars. I didn't even I didn't even look at what they fucking were until I had beat the game, and then I looked at all the trophies I missed. Just you know, because I like to play the game naturally and just kind of get what I get naturally going across the story. And then after I beat the game, I'll, I'll look at what I missed and what I have to do extra. And then I'm like, Oh, it says, you know, something to, there's always something to do with the familiars. I'm like, Oh, I'm like, Oh, I didn't know I had to level these up. I kind of thought they would use MP. So I just like avoided it. Cause I was all about using certain magic up to a certain point. Or, I'm sorry, sub items. And no, they didn't. I should have been like carrying those fucking things with me the whole game to level them up. And then one of the achievements was just performing every spell once. I'm like, all right, that's the only time I performed them. Mm-hmm. The game was a blast, and I, I I knew I'd like it. It was just a matter of sitting down and doing it. I played the Game Boy Advance ones, and I played the uh, DS ones, and they're great. I mean, did you ever play any of those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... I, I th- so, they were more of the same, but, you know, each one is very similar, but they add new elements or new mechanics and mechanics and shit in the game, but this one was just bigger. Mechanics, mechanics, or whatever. This one was just bigger and more just to it, more grandiose. I don't know. I prefer mechanics. I mean, we should start saying it like that. Mechanics. When I'm president, if you don't say mechanics, you are fucking. You have to leave the country. I'll tell you where that comes from, actually, because growing up, and we were Mac and Zach were giving me shit about Metallica today. Uh, anyway, the first, <laughs> the first Metallica record, the the track, the Four Horsemen. It was a song that. Dave Mustaine had originally wrote and on the demos it was called Mechanics, but they stylized it with an X at the end instead of the, you know, the C and the, and the S and all that shit because they were trying to be hip, I guess. And or they just can't spell. Well, I didn't know. I knew how to spell mechanics, but I didn't I didn't really catch on that. They were just trying to be clever. And I thought it was a whole new. I thought it was mechanics. Right, I always I always read it as mechanics on those old demos, and it didn't make any sense to me because I knew a mechanic as a guy that fixes cars. Obviously, mechanics can mean other shit. Now I know that, and the song itself, I didn't really know what the fucking song was about, so it, it didn't really say scream. Okay, this is supposed to say mechanics. I thought it was some cool like old biblical word mechanics. Anyway, so sometimes I still s- slip that and say that. Fucking, uh, dude, fucking Metallica fans, they're meth heads and they eat their boogers. I thought you were going to say, well, it's official. Metallica dropped your IQ a little, technically. Because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, hell yeah. <laughs> that would have been all. See, I need to go back in time so I could have said that. So it sounds like I fucking just burnt the shit out of you. No, it's so fun. I, I just love, uh, but you know what? I, I love the ribbing and stuff. I think it's fun. I like trashing about music. I don't care. Dude, I grew up a Metallica fan. You don't think I took shit from uh, like a lot of people? When they saw you eating your burgers? Yeah. Yeah. They're the biggest band in the world, so of course they're going to have just as many haters as they do lovers, so it's just you got to deal with it. But Mac, dude, his arguments were fucking stupid. I thought his arguments were really weak. You were just kind of coming at me with the troll responses, which is per par for the course. His fucking arguments and troll responses were his game was weak because he kept just going off like oh they're so easy so simple like okay like what are you what are we in the fifth grade talking about who's better troll are he's trolling on fleek like me man like i said i I don't think being super technical doesn't always equate to being good man that's not the that's not the thing they can't all be 
zingers R- rivers of nile or, or these are like i said revocation these tech death bands or these tech thrash bands or whatever here's the here look look ew that look it looks just like it well i mean no it doesn't but you know what i mean the execution <laughs> they're trying to do it looks let's do it just like that but shitty you know what that might be why the whole movie looks like shit is so that it's not as jarring whenever the shitty cgi happens wait, wait so alone in the dark i never played an alone in the dark game in my life was it about does this have any resemblance? Does it have that little br- black creature in it? Is it having? Isn't it the only Alone in the Dark I remember? No, it, it's not like this at all. Interesting. Is that supposed to be an alien, like from another planet, or is it a monster, or a demon? What is it? I don't know. It's a fucking shit show, is what it is. It is a turd on cinema on the film. It'll be interesting if this turns out to be more sci-fi because I I love the sci-fi genre. I love the sci-fi horror genre, but there is more shitty movies in that genre than there are good movies. I think it's with every genre. But speaking of music, I've been listening to a lot of Neil Diamond recently. King Diamond? Fuck yeah. I'm just kidding. Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. Fucking Neil. Yeah, why? I want to party with Neil. Why do you like Neil Diamond so much, man? He's got I weird don't know. I just, He's got weird eyebrows. His eyebrows freak me out. It's one of those things where it's always been like, oh, yeah, I need to check something. Like, I need to check that out. You ever know, like, I usually hate Greatest Hits compilations, but, like, they're good to turn to if, like, there's an artist you don't know where to start with. Okay. Or or even better, like, The Essential. Because they don't just stick to, like, because sometimes it's like, oh, The Essential, Iron Maiden. It's not a Greatest Hits. They don't just stick to what's the number one hits. They have some fucking deep cuts in there. So before listening to it, when everybody... Said the name Neil Diamond. What's the song that popped in your head? The only thing that popped in my head was fucking uh, Saving Silverman because uh, that's a big p- part of the plot in that movie for some reason. I was just trying to test you because I was just like, he probably means Neil Young and that motherfucker's getting the name wrong. But yeah, Saving Silverman, Neil Diamond, you're right. I was waiting for it. Like, I was waiting for you to say, like, Harvest is a great album. Like, that's fucking Neil Young, motherfucker. But Neil exactly. Diamond, really? Hell yeah, Neil. She torched Neil. You like Barry Manilow too? I always think they're like very same. They're the same person. You, baby, you're the best part of me. The best that I am or ever will be. We were singing. We were singing Creed earlier in voice chat messages. Hell yeah, Max! Like fucking uh, the only good song Metallica ever wrote is one. I'm like, no, I disagree. Fucking Creed one is superior to Metallica one. And there's you two one. There's Jet Li's the one. One. Oh, one. I feel angry. I feel it. Yeah, he sucks, dude. I remember when oh, they came. amazing. When they came out, everybody was like, it's just Pearl Jam. People are stupid because it's not. It was the same media reviewers and, and critics that were saying Limp Biscuit and Corn were the same band. Because we all live under the rain. Oh, monkey. Motherfucker, that is Steven Dorff. He's in it, too. They have Steven Dorff and Christian Slater. You thought I was joking when I said he wasn't? No, I always thought it was Steven Dorff. But then I saw Christian Slater, and they always kind of reminded me of very similar faces. Right? They're very similar-looking type of actors. If you get one of them, you don't put the other one in your movie. And not only are they in the same movie, but they're sharing a frame together. This is blowing my fucking mind. Dude, Steven Dorff peaked with the gate. When he was a kid. Aren't these very... But don't you... Do you know what I'm saying, though? It's... They're very similar actors. Who are two actors you think are they're very... split from the same fucking genome. Who's who's two more actors that are very similar that you can't see in the same movie together because 
They're too close in resemblance. Patrick Swayze and Kevin Spacey, I always get mixed up just because their names sound alike. Uh, okay, when I was a kid, I used to think Patrick Swayze and Kurt Russell looked a little too similar. And I think it was down to the physique and the way their hair was. They both had that 80s kind of mullet think you know, uh, Big Trouble Little China and Roadhouse. Kurt Russell is fucking cum personified. Like, you can't look at Kurt Russell and not want to cum. Patrick Swayze, eh. Yet you, yet you don't fucks with Escape from L.A. Escape from L.A. Exactly. But that movie's... They should have hired Patrick Swayze to be in that movie. You know, I finally watched Roadhouse this, in 2019, and I, I had never seen it. And I'm like, it's okay. I thought the same thing. I've, everybody always talks about Roadhouse. It's always like uh, an inside joke, obviously the Family Guy thing. But Roadhouse is still a Swayze classic. It's got a great freaking sleazy 80s vibe to it, but it's just like, it's whatever. Yeah, I mean, I would even go as to say... When I say eh, it's a five, but I, I would say it's not, it's it's higher than a five. It's at least a six, but it's just not the movie I was expecting. Man, where's this movie that people always fucking talk about? I thought it was going to be like not eight, nine, or ten, like a classic, but you know, it's just oh, whatever. It's okay. Speaking of movies, though, uh, I remember a long time ago you told me you never seen The Omen, and I put that on my list of cinema enema because I wanted to make a list of stuff I knew you never saw. And uh, on a recent podcast, you said you saw it, and it was underwhelming. No, 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 no. Beta Boy. So, uh, what, you talking about the fucking remake or what? Uh, either. The the remake is just a fucking shot for shot remake. No, 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 no. I need to correct you. I've never seen it, but I've read the synopsis and I've read how many people die in it. And I've read, I've seen like the quick cut, you know, the version. Give me the fucking, give me the notes. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is, sounds all very underwhelming. I've never actually sat and watched it. You fuck boy. I'll watch it. You want me to? I'll watch it. And then we got to watch, watch the fucking synopsis blueprint of it. We got to watch the frame by frame of the remake, too. Yeah, we. I was thinking we could do that. We could have episodes where we watch the re- original and remake and compare them. Like special episodes. Hey, this is like Alien. This is like Alien. What the fuck is this? It's fucking uh, it's shitty. That's what it is. And what do you think is going through Christian Slater's mind right now when he's looking at that? Like, man, what am I in right now? This is... He's thinking, I hope this crazy German guy really pays me what he says he's going to pay me. Exactly. He's like, this is this is highly derivative. What he's doing right there in front of me is highly derivative. Of movies, and it's based on a game that is also like, it would have already, you wouldn't even have to have written anything. It's like, they hired someone to write this. They didn't have to. The, the game exists. You know, you were saying he's like a, a poor man's Michael Bay, but he's actually, if you really want to compare apples to apples, he's more like a poor man's Paul W.S. Anderson, right? Because Paul W.S. Anderson... Fuck yeah. Paul W.S. Anderson, he's the guy that Hollywood goes to for video game adaptations, but he gets the big budget ones, right? People might still tear him apart, and they might be bullshit to film snobs, but they're doing money in the box office, and he's getting budgets. He is the counterpart to that, where he's getting $100,000, he gets Tara Reid, and, you know, they send him to Atlanta for two weeks to film something on a budget. Yeah, remember when Tara Reid was getting all these huge Hollywood movies, and now fucking she's getting jobs from uh, Uwe Bull? Uh, how long was she really getting huge Hollywood movies? It seems like she was a thing for like a year, and then she went straight to making that Crow movie with Edward Furlong. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, that year. What else was she in besides? Well, she was in uh, Van Wilder, which, but that was... She was in American Pie, obviously. all American Pie movies. Yeah, I mean, if they ever make another one, they're insured work. Chris, what was the last one they made? American Wedding, right? 
American Wedding. American Reunion. Reunion. Well, by the time Wedding and even Reunion came out, especially Reunion, most of the cast, their time had already been seen and gone. Yeah, that was the first time seeing them in a while. Because it's, it's like, oh, they're back. But yeah, they're there's they're franchised in. It's like, oh man, they they can't wait for that call. Chris Klein, Chris Klein, he might as well have been dead in an obituary somewhere for the last ten years, but he shows up in that. It's like, well, we can't really recast him. And like, I don't really want to make this call either. The producer said, but you know, he's kind of in the movie. Uh, all those guys. Chris Klein. Yeah, the last thing I remember Chris Klein in before fucking those movies was like, what was that Fairly Brothers movie? Ooh. Where he played, like, oh, we, I met this chick and we had sex, and then later on we found out we're siblings. I don't even know. Plot of I, it. I, I'm thinking Hall Pass and they're stuck on you. What am I missing? This is before those. I don't even know, man, but that fucking kid cannot act. Oh, he's amazing. And I, I hate to say it, but he's a hometown hero, man. He was from Papillion, Nebraska, which is in the Omaha metro, where, you know, Todd lives and where I grew up. And Do you hate living in his fucking shadow, Aaron? <laughs> we were living we were living and going to high school when they made the movie Election, right, with Reese Witherspoon? Yeah. And they were filming it at Papillion High School. And we were going to did high school. Did he get the fuck, Reese Witherspoon? I, I don't, did he wither her spoon? That's what you should have said, right? So that your thing. Anyway, they he got picked up. He was going to Papillion High School, and I guess they had an open audition at for the high school, like drama for the kids, the high school too, for a part. And they actually cast him in that movie, and that's what launched his career. And then he got American Pie, and that's pretty much where he peaked. Where the fuck were you? Why weren't you there? Because I didn't fucking take his thunder. I didn't go to Papillion High School. Fuck boy, you you, you made the wrong decision. Well, and he's a shitty actor, man. That guy, that guy can't carry his weight. I saw him in that. Exactly. I saw him in that Street Fighter: Rise of Chun Li or whatever that oh, shitty sequel, Street Fighter. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, no. It is so bad. That guy. I don't know. Your hometown hero, Chris Klein. He was born in Hinsdale, Illinois. He's a fucking. He's a hometown hero for uh, for me too. And I didn't even want it to happen. So nobody. So he was born there. Well, so I mean, maybe that's why you and I were brought together by fate, and we're so fucking stupid because exactly we share the gene pool of bo- of him. Hell yes. Right. I'm sure somewhere down the line he fucked one of your cousins. You know, maybe mm-hmm. maybe when he was a baby. Okay. Since he didn't live in Illinois his whole life, obviously. I want to say he was born there. Then his redneck uncle fucked him. Yep. Molested him. And that red. And the first time I fucked my cousin, it was fucking, it was, you know, it all came together. Well, and I just wanted to say that the redneck uncle that fucked him probably fucked a a third cousin from you. And, you know, whatever. The the tree groweth. Right? The family tree groweth. Mm -hmm. And then he he went to Nebraska and he spread his fucking seed there. And I, I don't know. He was in the Rollerball remake. Remember that? Yeah, that's when he. Neither do I. That's well, I remember it for a second because it's Slipknot. I remember when the Iowa <laughs> album circuit was out. They were playing on that. They were in the movie. Uh, really? Yeah. This in is, the soundtrack or in the movie? In the movie, they were playing at one of the events. One of, like the Deftones. They were in the fucking Crow Two. The Crow Two, and Rammstein was in Triple X. What the fuck? You've never seen Rammstein in Triple X? Uh no, it's just weird that fucking these bands were in these movies. And it's all for their second albums. Rammstein had their second album dropping, or sorry, the third album, Mutter, but it's the second album that it followed the fucking Sensua, the Du Host album, so it kind of felt like it was second. Like but yeah, they're singing that Fire Fry. They're at like some club and they're playing. 
Uh, and then, yeah, Slipknot doing the Iowa. I, I don't know if they were playing. They weren't playing My Plague because that was on the Resident Evil soundtrack. It was another song off the album. It might have been Heretic Anthem. You are all fucked and overrated. I think I'm going to be sick and it's your fault. But that was a, a period of time where, you know, all those actors from American Pie had careers. They all were like candles burning at the both ends, though. I guess the, per- the person that had the most longevity, longevity was Stifler. Mm-hmm. But but even he's faded. But Stifler, I think Stifler could still have a comeback. He's not irredeemable. You know what I mean? He's just gone through that slump. But he was around for long enough. He needs, dude, where's my car too? He was around for long enough, and he's been in enough cult classics. Like, dude, where's my car? Dude, where's my saucer? Could be the second one. They're in space, and they fucking they lose their UFO. The rundown, bulletproof monk. Uh, what's that one that people still like? Uh, fucking goon. No, what's what's the one with him and Paul Rudd? I don't know. Uh, why can't I fucking think of it? Where they're the uh, the big brothers, right? They they have like the little kids, the sponsors, role models, right? Oh. That one still has legs because it's been on Netflix or whatever, and everybody started talking about it again. But so. While he, and then he got that job on the Lethal Weapon TV show, but I think they're canceling it. He got it, and they only had it for one more season. So he's still redeemable. He needs to get like a Tarantino movie or something. Jason Biggs, he kind of had a similar type of career. He's second most after him. He actually had some projects. He lasted a little longer. He went away, and then he kind of came back with Orange is the New Black because he was on that show. But yeah, the women of that, the women of that fucking movie, man. You know, usually it's like. Don't they, aren't they the ones that pulled the Jennifer Aniston and they have the career out of all of them? But fucking mm-hmm. Tara Reid, man, she went to fucking hell in a handbasket. And Shannon Elizabeth went to hell in a handbasket. I mean, I'm sure she was super excited to get Kevin Smith's call that she, they were fucking making Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Like, thank God. Oh, yeah. Chris Jericho was in the Jay and Silent Bob re- reboot, too, and I completely forgot. It's a scene that could have been taken completely out. I don't know why it was there. I mean, to me... A movie like Jay and Silent Bob, I haven't seen the new one, but the original Jay and Silent Bob is a lot of scenes that don't really need to be in the movie. And it's just like, I mean, they're just there because they're funny and they don't bloat the runtime. But are we seeing Terry's titties? No, she's wearing a bra. She's got those fucked up floppy titties like Mr. Garrison on South Park after he got the sex change. Hell yeah. Fucking Mr. Garrison's hot. Remember who is he? Who he's fucking like, fuck my monkey ass. Richard Dawkins, yeah. who's fucking Fuck yeah. Richard Dawkins was fucking pound my monkey ass. I'm a monkey. I'm <laughs> a monkey, Richard. That's fucking hot. <laughs> but see, this is around the time when I'm like, okay, this should be wrapping up any second. I'm not hating this movie. Yo, <laughs> and then uh, fuck. Yeah, forty five minutes, man. <laughs> I can't believe we got forty five more minutes, man. Isn't that fucked up? How like whenever you're watching a movie. You see half of it, and it seems like you watched the whole thing. Yeah. Like, it fucking just... Time slows. That movie I was thinking of with Chris Klein, the Fairly Brothers movie, where he fucks his sister, that was called Say It Ain't So. See, I don't even remember that. That was a Fairly movie? Came out in 2001. Wow, that was a fucking sleeper. No, not even a sleeper hit. It was just a bomb. Like, no one... That was under the radar, huh? It's got a 5 out of 10 on IMDb. That's generous-sounding. Mm-hmm. I didn't like, I always felt like they blew their wad with Dumb and Dumber and then Son of Mary because what, I mean, they did Me, Myself, and Irene, which I've always said was half of a great movie. I like that movie. I know, but it's uneven. 
it's front loaded. The first half is fucking hysterical. And the second half's not bad or anything, but it suffers because it's so lopsided. Because the first half made me fucking laugh so fucking hard to where just the okayness of the second half suffered. Like, well, I'm not laughing as much as I was. It just stops dead in the tracks. And it's okay. But I, I wish they would just... If the same amount of fucking hilarious bits were somehow dispersed throughout the 90 minutes, evenly, it'd be a lot better. But, yeah, I don't hate that movie. I, I don't... Did you ever see Hall Pass? Nope. Yeah. I tried watching it one time. It's got... Owen, wow, Owen Wilson or whatever his name is. Uh, and Ed Helms, I think, is the other guy in that. No, it's Jason Sudeikis. And I don't remember anything about it. Luke Wilson is the better Wilson. What happened to Owen Wilson, by the way? Why is he not working anymore? He tried killing himself. Last thing he did that he tried killing himself and he got committed, you know, for mental health. And ever since then, he hasn't really been in anything. Maybe he was uh, fucking, he didn't really try to kill himself. Maybe he was trying to like, oh, I'm going to take on a, a really serious role. And he wanted to get thrown into a mental hospital to learn from the role. And now he's just, he's fucking well, he's working on that movie. It's going to blow our minds. The first thing that I think came out after all that stuff and that whole stint was uh, Zoolander 2. And that tanked. Yeah. Which, you know, what I, I kind of thought Zoolander was 1 was funny back in the day. But that's just something I've aged out of. I don't really find it funny anymore. I'm like, I'm over that humor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm kind of over Ben Stiller humor moral because that movie just reeks of Ben Stiller. Actually, it's more like a Will Ferrell movie with Ben Stiller in it. I mean, Will Ferrell's in it, but it's like every Will Ferrell movie where it's just mm-hmm. it's so try hard, so slapsticky. I don't know. I still don't like Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell's amazing. I saw two Will Ferrell movies in the theater, and I wanted to slip my wrist for both of them. The first one was Semi Pro. Fuck, terrible movie. And the other one I saw was Blades of Glory. Fuck, with John Heater, Napoleon Dynamite. John Heater, he's got he's fucking sexy. I would fuck him. Now, where's that guy? Didn't that guy... He's a guy that just sort of tanked and went out of nowhere. But I think I heard a, a news bit not that long ago that he got a, a job, maybe like on a TV show, and I think it was kind of out of character for him. But I'm going to look it up because I'm... They uh, made an animated series for uh, fucking uh, Napoleon Dynamite, I remember. Yeah, I know, and that tanked. He was in the Benchwarmers. That's a movie I was excited to see because I thought the Benchwarmers looked funny. And, and and they had had success. Happy Madison had already put out Grandma's Boy, so it's like, oh, wow, they made a funny movie, and Adam Sandler didn't have to be in it. I'm like, maybe this will be funny. Mm-hmm. Because Adam Sandler was really sh- dog shit at the time. And then I saw that, and all the funny bits were in the trailer. And it was... Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those fucking movies. Uh, what is it here? Um, Monster House. Uh, We're missing a great film. Are we really? He's not. Is he even holding a gun right? I don't think that's how you hold a gun. I want to look up who recommended this movie because I don't remember. And we need to shame him. Hashtag cancel him. Oh, that's the movie. It's a movie. John Heater is currently filming... The latest Tremors sequel. Tremors Island Fury. Tremors! Tremors Island Fury with Michael Gross. John Heater. How you have fallen. Are they playing Are they playing Metallica right now? Wait. No. <laughs> they don't just give their fucking music to anything. They might as well. <laughs> no, they, uh, they were pretty sticklers about licensing their music out to anything for a while there. 
And then I saw uh, that movie that was really fucking overrated. What's the uh, Zombieland? And the whole intro is for whom the bell tolls. And that's the best part of the movie. I'm like, yeah, this movie peaked. I didn't see that sequel, by the way. I, it just didn't do anything for me. I haven't seen it either. Did you see the first one? I did. On my birthday, I think. I didn't think it was very funny. Even the Bill Murray stuff wasn't that funny to me. I'm like, it's just all missing. Mm. So. This this whole thing feels like I'm playing Resident Evil Outbreak. No, not Outbreak. What's the what's the multiplayer one that was on PS3 that everybody hated? Oh yeah, I forgot. Mercenaries or something. Resident. How do the one that was trying to be like Call of Duty or just co-op, and it had the really ridiculous re-re, <laughs> um, I what's it called? AI that would just like literally go in circles. Like what the fuck are you guys doing? It was all fucked up. That's really warm. I filled the cup. That's good. I had to stop. Good thing I have another one. This is riveting content we're putting out. (laughs) Hear my wiener hitting the cup? Is that what that is? Yeah. That's fucked up. Oh, that's amazing. Right now, somewhere, someplace, Adrian Mendoza is getting a hard on. Hell yeah. That's what I live for. <laughs> Can you imagine Adrian Mendoza fucking you with this huge 13 inch cock? Uh, I can't say I've thought about it. I dream of it. You don't even know what it looks like. What are you dreaming of? I imagine a guy can dream. Oh, look, all the shit is hitting the fan. This movie's amazing. Uh, yeah, it does feel like it should be at the end. Like, this is a lot of action, <laughs> shitty action, so it feels like it's a big climax. But we got f- f- 46 minutes left? How? Yeah. How? This is terrible. My guy's going to be there in, uh, like, we're, we're, we're going to probably cut this into two sessions because the guy's going to be there a little early. What? What? So, We'll do like 10 more minutes of the movie and then uh, we'll abruptly just all of a sudden be uh, a day later or something. Uh, It's all good. See, it's good that we don't got to suffer this in one sitting. So it's an orientation you're going to, right? That you said? It's my first day on the job. So he's training or whatever. So the guy's just going to show up early? The guy showing you the ropes? Yeah, this guy, he, he might be a stoner or something. Like, uh, some guy called me. He's like, oh, yeah, the, uh, this, uh, this guy's going to call and tell you, like, when your first day is on Friday. And then, like, the day came and went, and I was like, oh, yeah, he never called me. He's like, oh, he didn't? Okay, I'll have him call you today at noon. And then I get a, a text message saying, hey, I'm the guy. I'm going to call you at noon. And then at 4 o'clock p.m., he called me. And he was like, hey, yeah, I'll be there uh you know, eight o'clock, and uh, I'll I'll send you a message around seven thirty. Let you know if everything's going according to plan. Then six thirty happens, and he sent me a message saying, "Hey, I'll be there at seven <laughs> So why can't he fucking wait for you? Like, bitch, man, I got a life. What are you fucking doing to me? Uh, I, I fucking I need the money. I don't blame you. No, do it. But this guy sounds like a fuckhead, man. 
This is the kind of guy I want to work for. See, this is why I was so happy that they were legalizing the weeds. I was like, oh, yeah, I got to get a job at a dispensary because you know that's going to be stoner hours, man. Like, oh, yeah, show up at the crack and then, dude. It, it, yeah. sounds like, it sounds like you're working for Tommy Chong Leo on 70 Show. Hell, yes. You, see, you know what I'm talking about, the reference? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that you got. Is he, so is he your boss or is he just showing you the ropes? He's just training me. Yeah. Well, and it's basically just gonna be like, yeah, you do this and you do that, dude, and then like you know you sit down and have a big fucking toke or something. Isn't it? Is, it that dank shit. I think I think the only time in BTM history that we've ever split a commentary in two is when we when we did like the director's cut of alien three and it was ungodly long and we just done the theatrical cut. Like we got to like space this out. Cause this is just, we've done it more than that. Have we? I think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, I'm thinking it was because the movie was just ridiculously long. And it's funny that we have to do it for a movie that's only 90 minutes, but it's that terrible. I want to play it. We should play it off. I mean, I, you guys can all hear us right now, obviously, but I'd like to think. I know Zach has a, a job to go to, so it's going to be spliced. But I'd like to think it's because this movie's that fucking terrible. We can't get through ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard enough to get through forty-five. Hell yeah! But I'm fine with it. Oh, did you see Idle Hands is getting a Blu-ray release from Screen Factory, baby? I did see that. Good for you. I'm happy for you. I was gonna be donk. Wouldn't it be funny if the second half of this podcast we started recording it, but since. But since we ended the first half and started the second half, your balls dropped like Eddie Furlong in T2, so we have to go back and overdub the first half so it doesn't sound weird. That'd be fucking great if my balls finally dropped. And it's only going to look weird, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's a good thing it's not a video podcast. By the way, we got to we gotta set up a time. Let's do a stream real soon, man. Like, what day is going to work for you? Oh, no. So... We need to get. I want to get back in the rhythm of, of recording our podcast early in the week, right? Monday or Tuesday or something for the next week. And then I don't know if Max down. I mean, I'd like to be able to do a stream Friday nights, man. Max all about it, uh, and I think it'd be good. I think we need to we need to experiment. We were doing Twitch stuff here and there. We need to experiment doing them all of them. We need to try like Mac was saying. I think do a Facebook thing. We should do a YouTube. We can stream. We have the ability. We have enough followers. We meet the criteria to be able to stream on YouTube. I think Josh James would kill to be able to do that, right? He's working towards that, and we have these features that we're taking for granted. We should try it, you know? Hell yeah. I think we should. And I also had a great epiphany. I'm like, we got to do more promoting because, you know, we, we've we got a nice family growing here and we've done it all with no promotion. I think if we start doing it guerrilla style, like the way we do it back in the old days, with exploited cinema where, you know, similar level podcasts would, would share each other's promos. And it was just like a favor, you know, scratch my back, scratch yours. I'd do that. I think we need to put together a pretty cool trailer, a cool commercial with us, obviously adding some new content, pitching the fucking show, but splice in some greatest hits clips to really rope in the people that have never heard of us. You know, because if we're if, if, if there's a break in your favorite podcast, if you were listening to the goats podcast or whatever, and all of a sudden it breaked and it was our trailer and it was like, hey, what's up? We're totally radical. Come check out our fucking show. You get stuff like this. And then it shows the clip of like you talking about you witnessing incest in the back of a pickup truck. And it ends with me laughing like a radio talk show host. And then it just, you know, segs into something else with like with me, you know, blowing shit shotgun blasts over the walls. Hell yeah. And don't forget classic moments like this, you know, I think it'd be cool, but it's got to be the heavy hitting moments where it's like, this is going to make someone 
take a break and search our name and subscribe. And get unrealistic expectations of the show. Hey, whatever. Whatever Hell whatever yeah. we gotta do, man. So yeah, we're basically that movie we're basically that movie what was I just talking about? We're the bench warmers, we're the best shits in the trailer. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you gotta hit them hard, man. You gotta hit them hard. Anyway, I th- in the dick. I think if we do enough of that, and I think we have enough of those moments, that I- I've said it for the beginning, you know, when I mean Todd and I, we did it for a long time, but when Zach came on the first year or whatever, you know, uh, I could probably easy have p- easily have picked out, okay, these are our best episodes, you know, but somewhere in the last few years, we've gotten pretty consistent where uh, we got a lot of really good episodes and we're mm-hmm. fairly, fairly consistent. So I don't think we'd be letting anybody down with a trailer. Uh, I just think, I think about the first time I heard you tell me that story and I was enamored. I, I you had I was hanging on every word. It was amazing. I forgot I was recording a podcast. So I think it's stuff like that. It's stories like that that we got to put little teasers in, not give away the fucking goat, right? But not the cow, just a little bit to get you in there. Oh, uh, hell yeah! And so I think we need to be reaching out to people like Goat and all these other podcasts and and see if we can do that thing. And I wouldn't even be opposed to at least flirting with the idea of buying ad time. On, a, on slightly bigger shows, right? That that can command a little bit of money for their ad time to put our commercials in there. Because I listen to a lot of podcasts and uh, I've listened to a lot of uh, podcasts that have pretty good fan bases and they're, they're, they all say the same thing. Like, it all changed. Like, when I was able to go on this guy's show, uh, I just it, it's just been an upward trajectory t- since then. You know what I mean? It's all about... Mm-hmm getting on one show with a certain fan base that's going to be similar enough to where they're really going to latch onto you in a good way and they're going to stick. Um, so I think that's all about it. I think we should put together a trailer and I think uh, you and I should make a conscious effort to, to go on other people's show. I mean, I know you do it more than I do, but you know, I'll do it too. We should, we should try and reach out and, and, and mingle with some other podcasts and, and try and do it once every couple of months. I'd like to do it once a month. I think it's cool. Goat wants to come on our show. Hell Yeah. When uh, you said in March he wants to do what flick is going to do? Extro. Extro. That's right. Man, didn't I flirt with the idea of doing Extro as a cinema anima? I don't think so. We'll do it as a commentary. We'll do it as a commentary. I remember watching Extro when I was a little kid. I rented it from the uh, Florida in Florida at the public library where I lived. Fort Myers area. Naples. And at the time, I'm like, oh, man, this is pretty trippy but as i got older i'm like i, I think i realized it to be uh, a gritty r-rated et knockoff hell yeah but uh and i think i think it's probably i think it moves a little slow but i'd love to watch it again i'd like to own it i don't know who put that out somebody put it out it wasn't one of the biggies um but some some blue i think it's the same people that put out fucking the changeling what's that company the blu-ray I don't know. I don't remember. But we'll be right back after these messages. Wow. It totally hasn't been two days since we recorded last. It hasn't been. There's been there's there's been no lapse in time at all. We were able to sit through this whole movie without stopping. This is a great movie. <sighs> Not really. <laughs> this is absolutely terrible. I don't even remember. So no, truth be told. There, there has been a lapse in time. I don't remember where we left off. I don't remember what part we're at. I don't know what's going on. I see Steven Dorff here with Christian Slater, and I'm instantly confused on who's who. Who cares? We weren't watching it before we stopped. Yeah, what were we talking about? We probably should have reviewed that, shouldn't we? Mm. 
That's the thing about these shitty movies. I think we got to start rethinking on on these uh, request exploitations. Oh man, but this one's been in here for so long that we felt like we had to do it. Um, but anyway, what you doing, man? So so are we gonna just play it off like there has been no lapse in time, or can I just riff with you and be like, hey man, how you doing? Because I haven't talked to you in a couple days, and your energy. Why seems would a we play low. it off? Why would we play it off? They already fucking know. We just made it completely obvious. <laughs> so all right, so we're gonna yet again kind of do the whole how you doing where you been but zach you seem a little low energy today are you all right we're recording much later than we normally do and on a day we don't normally record i'm always fucking high energy you're low energy bitch you're fucking low energy jeb bush over here so if you guys could you know rewind two minutes we had to cut it because zach had to go to a new job training or something so this is now two days later how did the job training go well fucking shitty why I was completely wrong about how much it pays, by the way. What? I was fucking wrong. I, I fucking heard him wrong or something. It's only 12, 30-something an hour. Oh, and you thought it was like 30, 12? Damn. Something like that. Damn, dude. Are you going to keep it? Fuck, I guess. I'll get something better. Yeah, and it's only one hour a night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that fucking blows, dude. Sorry. Yeah, it is. You should blow me to make up for it. So, at, at what did you just hear him casually say it, and you thought to yourself, "Fuck, I was wrong," or did he see you visibly upset, like, "Whoa, well, that's not what I thought at all." Um, it was a different guy, so it's different, and he never noticed. Well, I'm sorry, man. What the fuck are you sorry for? Because I'm being empathetic, man. You know what? And hey, so don't. Don't take my apologies. If everybody out there is sorry for Zach, buy buy, buy a t-shirt. Sure, buy a fucking t-shirt. Buy some Mac and Zach t-shirts. Buy every shirt. Every shirt. Buy the whole thing. Fuck yeah. Buy uh, BTM uh, RevivalHouse.com from us, too. And you could do the show and we'll retire. <laughs> see, I, I can't wait to listen to the podcast to see if there's a noticeable difference in how dark you are. Like, in a, like instantly. Don't be fucking racist. <laughs> hey, two days later, as of this recording, I think like 20 minutes ago, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Not that I care about that, but I'm from Missouri and, you know, the entire state is blowing up over there. So I'm happy for my friends, I guess. Dude, people, people who watch that shit are stupid. I, I, I have no empathy for these people. They could all fucking just die in a car wreck. If you get excited when a fucking football team throws a ball and another guy catches it, fuck you. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's not all bad stuff for you, Zach. I mean, you... It is all bad. You've had good news lately. Uh-uh. You've had new additions to your family, man, so I know it's been a good... Here's the thing. Good week. What's I'm up? I'm going to tell you the words to live by. All right. Life is a fucking burden, and hope is a curse. Get that through your fucking head. See, I'm not darker at all. What What did you do today, man? What was your day like? Fuck I want to know it. where it went wrong. I want to I want to pinpoint it. Uh, jacked off. Okay. Watched Tremors. Jacked off again. I jacked off three times while watching Tremors. Okay. And uh, that. Brings us up to speed. I just I woke up right before that. Gotcha. <laughs> it was a fairly fairly lazy Sunday for me. I watched that fighting with my family uh, page movie. Really? Yeah, it's streaming on both Hulu and Prime. 
Because I had heard it was actually pretty good, right? But um, I like the girl in it. I think I she, was, she's really good. I like uh, she's uh, becoming one of my favorite actresses. She's showing up in a lot of stuff, isn't she? You said she's in Midsummer, right? Midsummer. <clears throat> yeah. So you didn't like the movie, though. It was okay. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I thought I, I thought it was a seven. I guess it was it was good enough. Paige is a seven at least. I mean, she's a bit of a dog face, but oh fuck you. She's okay, but that was her whole. Story. Why are you so dark all of a sudden? So uh, uh, fucking low energy. You know, how about them shoehorning the rock in there, though? Like, clearly that didn't happen. Like, that wasn't part of her journey. I like to shoehorn my cock into the rock. <laughs> okay. I think he'd take so, it like a fucking champ. Give me the, the people's, people's elbow, champ. yeah. <laughs> I want to give... Uh... Anyway, I thought that was all right. I also watched Throw Mama from the Train. I had never watched that, Danny DeVito. I love that movie. It's so fucking dumb, but I love it. I don't know why. It's a great black comedy, man. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's, I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Dude, every time Mama opened her mouth, I was dying laughing. Just the way she sounds, sounds so ridiculous. She's fucking amazing. You ever see uh, Deadly Friend? No. Oh, you gotta look up her death scene in Deadly Friend. It's amazing. Fucking Buffy the Vampire Slayer throws a fucking basketball at her head and it just fucking explodes. It's amazing. Yeah, it was a good flick. I liked it. You will come fucking bullets. So, we have a tradition here on BTM. When a movie is really shitty, we usually start reading questions a good 25 minutes out to kind of burn that last time because we don't know what to fucking talk about. I don't know what's going on. Look, I see a helicopter falling down, right? I see a bunch of guys that look like spec ops. I don't know what they're... I guess they're like aliens and it's like Michael Bean and it's a ripoff. I see a tremor right there going through the ground. Speaking of tremors... Yeah, we could we could talk about my new niece. I uh, we 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 fucking might as well. I got a new niece. I mentioned you had a new addition to the family, so you've had a good week, you know, despite anything unfortunate. How's that going for you? Yeah, it's cool. It's pretty dank AF. It's pretty dog. That's cool, man. So, uh, your other niece is going to be happy to be a big sister. She's probably already excited. <clears throat> and my nephew. Oh, and your nephew. Well, you never talk about your nephew to me, man. I always just hear about the girl. I never talk about either of them on the show. You can't know. Uh, you can't know anything about my real life. You can't know me. I am an enigma. I am unknowable. But go ahead. Anyway, we're about twenty-five minutes out, so I feel like we should read some questions because this movie's just going to keep doing its thing, whatever that thing is. It's pretty shitty. Uh, we're going to go. Our last commentary was the Rush Hour Two. Which, by the way, uh, Brett Ratner, that motherfucker, liked uh, our podcast. I tried asking him a question. He didn't reach out to me, but he liked our he liked our post about the podcast. Not even knowing that we kind of criticized him on it. So, he knows you know. me. I was fucking on the couch with him. Yeah, so you guys should hit him up. We should all see if we can spam him and be like, hey, you need to respond to these guys. I'd, love, I'd have him on the show. I'd ask him. I, every time, like, when we watch Fresh Hour 2, I'd be like, hey, that hot Latina chick, did you, you, did you make her? You know, suck your dick. He didn't get nothing. I, I took all of it. He get my sloppy seconds. All right. So Rush Hour 2 commentary. Uh, Ishmael Permu. He says, you guys fucking did it. All right. BTM delivers the goods. Uh, thanks. I can't remember. Did you request that one? Or he might have requested it. And that's what he's kind of referring to. But uh, hell yeah, we did it. Um, 
Ishmael Premier also says, For all your sacrifices and hard work, I greatly appreciate the content put out here. Well, thank you. We were having a bit of a Golden Girls diva moment on that last episode. We were talking about how the older we get, the more time uh, is more precious to us, and uh, it gets hard to sort of carve out time to do these and to make time in the schedule. And we still do them, so uh, it does take work and... That's why we appreciate all the comments, uh, all you guys that are coming week after week and, and leaving messages for us. That makes it worth it. Um, anybody or uh, that's ever bought in a shirt from our Teespring, we appreciate that. Um, just anybody that's watched the videos or shared the videos is awesome. So that's going to help keep us making that time out to do these. So Anybody who's ever jacked off while listening to the show. Dude, I would not be surprised if there's been some beans flicked to the sounds of our voices. Oh yeah, I've I've had a couple of people, man, reach out. I've had a couple of people like, oh man, I've taken care of myself a time or two to the sound of your voice, guys. I would come, uh, Billy the Kid Lawrence. Uh, we haven't seen those you- muzzle flashes are fucking shit. I had to point that out, dude. This this whole movie looks terrible. Oh yeah, which reminds me, uh, I I looked up some stuff on uh, YouTube about this, and uh, the movie doesn't really look this shitty. This is just the copy we got. So all that time we were talking about how like, oh yeah, look how fucking weird and choppy the action see. They don't know what we're talking about, but uh, you know it's okay because they're not watching it anyway. Is this like a work print or something? I don't know because I mean I can kind of look through the shittiness of what of the lo-fi YouTube looking video and and still tell the movie looks terrible. Like I saw that tremor going through the dirt, it looked terrible. Oh, yeah. All right, Billy the Kid Lawrence. I think it's been a hot minute, man, since I've read a comment from you, man, so it's a good thing to see you back. Billy Kid Lawrence says on... These are all Rush Hour 2. He says, I hope you can read this comment on an episode of The Deep End. Oh, because it's been difficult for me to keep up lately. Oh, he wants me to read it on a Deep End? Well, why'd you put it on Rush Hour 2? Well, you know what? I'm still going to read it. I'm going to read it on both. How about that? He says, anyways, hey, guys, I apologize that, yet again, I've been gone for so long. I had a really rough 2019 doing everything I could uh, think of to try and help my mom in her fight with cancer. Oh, dang. Um, she unfortunately passed away four days before Christmas, and it was the worst day of my life. Okay, I'm going to stop for a second. This is a really long message. And now I understand why you wanted us to read on Deep End. So I'm, I kind of I feel bad. Is it a bad thing that I went ahead and read it on this one? Yeah, you're a fucking asshole. Well, no, I, it's it's a heavy stuff. No, we'll, I'll switch hats here. You dude. should feel terrible. You should feel bad about yourself, Aaron. So before I go further, I want to say sorry about your mom, man. That's tough. Zach mm-hmm. and I have both dealt with that kind of loss, and uh, it's, it's real rough. Four days before Christmas, too. Mm. I mean, not that it's going to make next Christmas any easier. Or, you know, it's it's just a really, really unfortunate thing, and it kind of puts a black cloud over everything. So, I mean, we definitely understand it. Uh, he's, he says... Um, I was out of state in Ohio when I found out she was in the hospital again. By the time I got there, she was awake, but not speaking, uh, with her eyes closed, only making noises. The doctors said she could hear everything. I held her hand for three hours until her breathing slowed down on about one chest pump every 30 seconds. I watched the color slowly fade from her face as she passed and the nurse confirmed it. I was a wreck for a good while and I'm still not over it, but I'm doing a lot better than I was. I've never lost anyone this extremely close to me before, and I, th- I never thought it would be my mom to go first at the age of 44. Another good friend of mine passed away 10 days after her on New Year's Eve. Suffice to say, it's been rough. Fuck cancer. Hold on to your loved ones, guys. Cherish every moment. Despite the hardships, I'm looking forward to relieving some stress with commentaries from you guys. 
I hope to hear a new episode of the deep end sometime soon. Much love, respect and support always to you guys, my fellas. I uh, hope your 2020 is going great. Well, shit. Dude, that sucks, man. I'm sorry to hear about that. And I mean, we're not even going to try and make it about ourselves or whatever, but we can relate. You know, my dad was 45 when he passed away and the story, you know, with you being there with them when they went very, very, very similar to my story. So all we can say is RIP. Yeah, we're sorry about it, man. And and we'll we'll do our best to uh, keep pumping out commentaries because that's all we can do, I guess. I think all people can do is keep on doing what they do and be there for people while people heal and move forward. I mean, obviously, we can't change life. We can't change the, the, the bad parts about life and all that stuff. So this episode is dedicated to Mama the Kid. Mama the Kid. We're dedicating this episode to Mama the Kid. Dude, that's awesome. No, 100%. She, 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 she dank AF. So, and it makes us proud uh, if you listen to something like us uh, on our shows, and that can sort of, I don't know, help you out or even just entertain you, even if it's, you know, whatever, shallow listen. If, if it entertains you for an hour while you're on a commute or something like that, that means a lot of stuff, man. I mean, the thing is, is when people pass or not even when people pass away, when, when you're just going through a real rough patch in your life, life, the rest of life in the world doesn't stop. You still have to go to work. You still have to pull yourself out of bed and sometimes commute an hour to your job. Uh, and it just makes those necessary daily activities a little bit more of a grind. So I know for me, if I'm going through something like that and I still have to get myself out of bed, um, it feels good to, to, to pop on a podcast that I listen to every week or a familiar record that I, you know, is tried and true and makes me feel good to comfort me while I'm doing that commute, while I'm having to go through that stuff. Um, just to kind of bring a little bit of a, a normal aspect to my day, right? You got so, to, too. You got, like, I remember, like, when I get really fucking bummed, like, I go through parts where it's like, oh, man, I don't even, like, I don't even want to do shit that I, I like doing. But you got to get back to doing it. Otherwise, it'll fucking, it'll, you'll get worse. And there, But there's something about it. Like, if I listen to, you know, if you listen to this podcast every single Wednesday when it goes up, or you listen to that podcast or this if you have a certain routine that, you know, represents a normal part of your life, or uh, I don't know, if you've been listening to ACDC Back in Black ever since you were two years old or whatever, you can always pop in Back in Black no matter where you're at in your life. And it could, for an hour, you know, make that commute a little easier and take you back to a billion other times in your life that were a little simpler when you were listening to Back in Black or, you know, when you were listening to whatever new episode of whatever podcast. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess that's what we can do. And, yeah, like every once in a while you'll fuck, you'll you'll hear something, you'll be listening to something, and you'll forget for a second. You'll laugh, and then you'll feel like shit because you laughed. Yeah, don't do that. Fuck that shit. You, you be happy, baby. Anything that makes you forget. It's good so shit. So what... Uh, so what Zach and I can say is thank you so much for supporting our channel and listening to us. But, you know, vice versa, man, we're happy to be there. And it means a lot to us that, you know, we can do that for anybody that listens to us on a commute just to forget something for an hour, hour and a half. That's all we want to do. And what we can do is continue to, to do that for you, Billy, the kid, uh, in honor of mom of the kid, Lawrence, as Zach, as Zach referred to her as and everybody else out there listening. So. I don't know. That that really hits me right in the feels, man. 
it's 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 yeah. a somber thing to to get a comment like this, but at the same time, it's a real eye opener as well. You accuse me of fucking uh, being dark and bringing down the the mood, and then you go and do it with that comment. I I don't know, man. I, I, don't I know. gotta make a joke out of it, otherwise, uh, fucking, it, it, it feels too real. Well, you know what I'm trying to say. And you know what? We can even, I'll, I'll even talk about this more. When I want to do another deep end, and it's been way too long. It, every time I do one, I keep making a new commitment that, all right, I'm going to start doing these more on a regular basis. Uh, and it's exactly what we were talking about in the last couple of weeks. We, we do this one once a week, and that one does not straight like we we stay on it and we do other stuff and we've been good about cinema anima too like on a on a monthly basis sans the last couple of months from the holidays and there's only so much time but i really really want to commit i really want to try and do a deep end more regularly so i want to do one here soon um and i can talk about more on, on this type of topic when i do that as well but i think you're really pushing me to get that done but regardless you're pushing zach and i to keep doing what we do because i think that's all we can do you know it's like when uh, people are upset and they want someone to listen to them. They're not expecting that person to listen to them to give them an answer or a solution. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not like the person you're talking to can magically make all the pain and suffering go away. That's not the way it works. But that other person can just be there. And so Zach and I will just be here and we'll keep doing what we do. Uh, but keep sending us messages, man. We do love you. We appreciate the listenership. And, uh, Here's we're gonna pour one out for mom of the kid. I'm pouring one out right now. My I'm gonna pour my uh, tangerine mango sparkling clear American. See, wait, let me see. I got a drink too. Let's do it. I'm gonna well, hold on. You're gonna hear it. Wait. Oh, did you hear that? Hell yeah. Shh. Okay, I'm pouring it out. Okay, I poured a little bit on my computer desk. To mom of the kid. To mom of the kid. Clank. Oh, clank. All right, man. Stay strong, brother. Going forward on Rush Hour 2 commentary, a mutineer left a couple of comments. They said, Horophilia has gone too far this time to war. He is, of course, referring to the fact that, I don't know, is he referring when we were talking about how um, the Hard to Kill podcast mm-hmm. going to Horophilia? Yeah, man, uh, it sucks. Uh, no dissing Horophilia at all. I just think their, their platform's cluttered. I mean, I, I don't think they give the due diligence to their shows. You know what I mean? I, I just, do you know what I'm talking? Have you been on like, have, have you sifted through their channel and stuff on on Apple Podcasts, Zach? You know what I'm talking about? Never through their uh, full one, just uh, random shows. Yeah, they just they don't really they don't they strip the identities from their shows and they make them real hard to find. And and I don't know if it was us, it's fine, whatever. Have your branding in the front, horophilia, whatever. Then the type, but at least give them their own thumbnails and stuff like that. Make them more identifiable. Do one or the other. Or have their titles up front or something. It's just, I don't even think you can have different thumbnails on you on uh, iTunes at least. Yeah, I I don't know, but whatever. Best of luck to them. We still want to replace it though, man. And I'm I'm still serious. If anybody out there uh, has any interest in podcasting that wants to maybe try and do a, an action centric podcast for our for our network, they can reach out to us at the Gmail Revival House Network at Gmail dot com. Um, Really, you don't have to be a pro. You don't even have to be super experienced or anything. I mean, as long as you have adequate equipment, we'll we'll give you a shot and we'll see what you're all about. And by adequate, I mean a seventy, eighty, ninety dollar blue Yeti USB mic goes a long way. It doesn't take much, right? Mm-hmm. 
just just not a fucking lapel mic <laughs> like a 15 dollar lapel mic just anything but that and not your phone oh, lapel's the greatest brand yeah uh but yeah so horophilia uh but we want to replace it and th- that goes for any other type of show by the way if you guys have a pitch for a different type of podcast dude blow up that email and we'll respond to you promptly and you know, we'll chat it out and see what what there is to be done about it. Because uh, we would love to keep growing, and we love to to build the family. So, Mutineer also says, just to clarify, uh, I wasn't complaining about the old porn stories on that last episode. It was thoroughly enjoyable. Ah, yes, High Society, one of Gramps's favorites. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, no, thanks, Mutineer, dude. Thanks for all your listenership and your your continued support. And uh, yeah, hopefully, there's more old sleazy old porn mag in the woods stories we can tell you hope we haven't burned through all of them we need to do a mac and zach and make if aaron come on and force him to watch a porno with us no i'm all right we're gonna fucking clockwork orange his eyes open and shit thomas rowan commented on problem child three junior in love i just want to say thank you for giving that one some love i don't think anybody gives a shit about problem child three junior in love uh thomas rowan says why is this a thing oh wait the home video label is desperate Oh, yeah. True. They absolutely were, man. Uh, I've never understood why networks were, I get it, ad space. They want to fill the time slots with something. Like, we need something to fill up that 3 a.m. time slot so we can get some kind of shitty, like, 1-800-call-girl advertisement money. Uh, so, yeah, you can make a Junior in Love sequel. We'll, we'll, we'll find they it. Should have made him, like, they should have made him a teenager. They should have had Junior get fucked. Junior gets fucked would have been a better title. It certainly would. Uh, well, thanks for giving that one love. Uh, and of course, if you and then his ch- dad gets all pissed because he's still looking for a fucking uh, lady, like uh, the, the next character his wife is playing, his real life wife is playing, and she ain't giving out. And he's like, "Oh man, why is my son Junior getting more pussy than I am?" That'd be donk. Just be sure, Thomas Rowan, to uh, check out the superior problem child commentaries that we've done. We did the first two, so uh, appreciate you. Going forward, we have David Capper as well commenting on Rush Hour Two. Uh, he says, "Did you just roll your R?" I did, man. I've been listening Why? to a lot of old school Judas Priest records, and Rob Halford would do that back in the day. Screaming, scream of a vengeance. You ever, you ever had Rob Halford do that on your cock? Uh, no. I met him though. He propositioned me. That'd be dark. No, he didn't. But he was a nice guy. I would have taken him up on the offer. Uh, Capper, the sex magician himself. He says, great session, and what a thumbnail screen grab. Both you guys were at a really great cruising altitude, the whole commentary. A very comfortable listen. Uncle Capper's story corner, the Chan chapter, he says. Rumble in the Bronx was filmed here in my small fishing village of Vancouver, British Columbia. I don't think the Bronx is a mountain range neighboring an inlet as seen in the hovercraft sequence, he says. Uh, Speaking of that hovercraft scene, filming for the Bronx took place in 94 or 95 while I was in my senior year of high school. One night, my buddies and I were driving around East Vancouver, the quote, bad end of town, smoking weed, crashing parties, and general troublemaking. Fuck yes! (laughs) Younger Capper sounds dank. I want to party with the Capperfield. (laughs) Capper. We were we were driving up Clark Drive, a major trucking artery from the Fraser River, leading directly to Burrard Inlet, and had slowed to a crawl to talk to, lurk on, hashtag me too, a few girls from school, <laughs> when out of nowhere, where this huge rumbling began to grow, everyone stopped. The sound grew and was accompanied by incredible bright lights cresting over the hill in front of us. Within seconds, worries of an alien invasion began to stir in the back seat. A hovercraft going full tilt boogie 
covered in crew members hanging off the sides, floating over the hill and sped towards us. Everyone's jaws were on the floor of the Ford Taurus and the hovercraft pilot peered out of the cockpit. Pause for Zach's innuendo, he says. Mm-hmm. I just thought of that scene from Beast of Do America where he's like, get out of the cockpit. <laughs> okay. He's like, at us and gave us a salute. Uh, Jesse, our resident stoner friend, simply stayed, uh, simply stated, I think is what it's supposed to say. What the fuck? And then looked at the joint in his hand. I like to think that he never smoked again. Dude, what the fuck? I wouldn't like to think that. That's a bummer. So it was like the Bride of Chucky. Rude fucking doll. Oh, look, did you see that ending? Somebody watched no. Evil Dead. I didn't see it. What was it? The camera just ran at the fucking actors and then it went black. Yeah, that's really stupid. And some shitty song started playing. That's really stupid. I'm glad I missed it. Uh, anyway, he finishes up by saying, The next time I saw that hovercraft was in the aforementioned cinematic Chan Classic. Guess they were transporting the craft from the Coast Guard station overland to the inlet uh, with our beautiful Rockies in the background for filming the scene with Jackie Finn. Dude, that's awesome, dude. You never disappoint with the stories. I didn't know British Columbia, Vancouver was such a hotbed, man. You got all these fucking awesome movie stories. Oh, yeah. Are you positive? Maybe it was an alien ship. Maybe it was an alien ship designed to look like the hovercraft that you would soon see in Rumble in the Bronx, and it was all an illusion. Hell yeah. It's like on Ghostbusters 2, right? I can't be too sure if he had a room at the Holiday Inn, Baramus, or if it was a spaceship made to look like a Holiday Inn room. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, I'm still excited, man. We're going to we're gonna do, as soon as we're done doing the request, I think we're going to do the bioexploitation, and I want to hear more about your Isai Morales. So I'm dying to hear about that. But, dude, you never disappoint. You always, how come David Capper doesn't have a podcast? Yeah, he should. He should do the fucking action. We should fucking challenge him to a podcast off, and he should do the action one. But I was just thinking, is this fucking bioexploitation? Is this like, uh, I, I just put it together in my mind. Is it biological horror, or is it like biopic? Biopic is what he means. Fuck That's why. me. We're going to have to push it off, because I thought bio horror. That's why I scheduled the extra commentary. Oh, well, okay. Well, no. So, Zach fucked up, Capper. It's okay. That ha- it happens. Or we so, could just be like, hey, it is bio-horror. We're, <laughs> we're, we're throwing a curveball at you. This is the this is the E.T. bio movie, biopic. Oh, this yeah. Is what it, this, this is the way it really was in real life. Extra. Um, no, so what we'll do is, because what Zach's referring to is, is we got Goat coming on uh, from... Uh, say it again, Zach. Or, uh, no. Fucking, graveyard. Yeah. It is really fucking late, guys. <laughs> anyway, Goat's coming on. He's a rad dude. We're excited to have him on. Uh, by the way, Zach and I want to I want to do a lot more cross-mingling than we have in the last couple of years. Go on other people's shows, bring some people on, you know, uh, create more of a buzz, and just make some new friends. But we're going to have Goat coming on, and, and Zach, I guess, thinking we were going to do bio-horrors and, you know, bio-life and all that bullshit. Yeah, at first I was like, hey, yeah, Goat, uh, we'd love to have you on. We're doing biological horror. We, uh, you was thinking, uh, would you like to do uh, The Thing, John Carpenter's, or uh, maybe Extro? And uh, he's like, yeah, Extro would be my cup of tea. I love uh, The Thing, though, but Extro's more fucked up. It's funny how Extro is both the stronger and the lamer choice at the same time. Like, uh, there's something about it. I mean, it's no the thing. The thing's a better movie. But how dare you? But Extra's awesome, man. I, I mean, I love the fact that we're gonna do that. So okay, so that's where that comes from. And I think he said he was gonna record with with us in March. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll figure it out. Maybe that'll be like a, a, a palate cleanser in between. 
you know, something like that, but we'll figure it out. Uh, We'll figure it out, but we're going to get to it. I promise. Uh, Thanks, dude. You're always the greatest. And by the way, man, if you ever want to put your stories to podcast form, Dude, fucking you should. He's that star up in the sky. Fuck He's fucking let us know. Way up yeah, he made it. Uh, he's the world's greatest. All right. William Lowry, uh, Rush Hour 2 commentary. He says, Aaron, you thought Life Force was okay. Sir, I'm going to need to see some license and registration. I love Life Force for how bonkers and unpredictable it is, and it's probably my favorite Toby Hooker, uh, Toby Hooker, Toby Hooper flick that isn't the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Toby Hooker. Hooker. Also, also, I don't know why I just thought about when you said hookah. Uh, now, you're like, roll your neck like it's a well-cooked piece of asparagus. Like that on The Simpsons. Uh, Anyway, also, it's ironic that Dan O'Bannon co-wrote Life Force's script as Toby Hooper was originally supposed to direct Return of the Living Dead, but dropped out of the project when he was offered Life Force by Canon Films. And truth be told... He made the wrong decision. And truth be told, I'm glad he did Life Force because in in turn, Return of the Living Dead was brilliantly written, directed by O'Bannon. So it all worked out in my eyes, at least. He says, you know what? Add this to the exploitation list, but Dan O'Bannon exploitation. I mean... Bannon. What what would we do for Daniel's Bannon exploitation? Life Force, Alien, Return of Living Dead. What am I missing? Fucking. There's got to be uh, another good buried. one. He did. Uh, fucking. It, it would be a strong month. We've never really done a exploitation dedicated to a guy that wasn't dedicated to anything. Like Daniel Bannon is not a, a known director, you know, because Alien he wrote. I think he's a bigger. I think he's more known screenwriter than he is directing. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know. We have, we'd have a solid month of, of Ace material, that's for sure. So it's an idea. Uh, let me see what we got here. And Adrian Mendoza. We're going to end off with a couple of comments by you, sir. On Rush Hour 2, you said, Thanks, Aaron and Zach. I appreciate the time and effort you guys put into this channel. Again, I'm sorry for the bitching last week. I feel terrible that you guys went out of your way to try to figure out what I was complaining about. This channel has helped me through some hard times in my life. Thanks, guys, for everything you do. Man, I'm going to have to break out the Kleenex again. Oh yeah, you motherfucker! No, uh, so once again, it, it wasn't bitching. You were you were addressing something, and I'm glad you did because we didn't know. We want to know what's going on. We can't monitor everything, and if you have a comment that wasn't going somewhere, it wasn't getting posted. It very well could have been an issue on our end. Like we might maybe we had something set up that was filtering comments, and if and if that was the case, we would have found it because you let us know. Um, obviously, it turned out to be. I think. A thing where Google suggested it might be spam. I don't know, uh, and I don't, and I don't know what triggers that. So no, don't ever apologize for addressing things and inventing about stuff because that's all good in the hood. Uh, also, uh, dude, we appreciate you, man. And like I said, it's it's piggybacking on the same stuff we were talking about before about how it takes us time in our schedule to put these together. Uh, especially Zach, God bless him, man. He does all the editing and stuff. His his stuff shouldn't go unnoticed, of course. And of course, his brilliant thumbnails. Uh, so we appreciate it when you guys, you know, listen. Right? That's all. That's all we can expect, and we're stoked. And uh, as far as you listening to us when times get tough, or you know, when even times are good, and you just want to kill some time at work, that's what makes us keep doing it. A hundred and ten percent, man. So that's the kind of comments, and and just like Billy the Kid Lawrence, man, that that gets me reinvigorated. Because sometimes you get a little burned out, man. Right, Zach? Mm-hmm. 
But when I get, when we get comments like that where people are saying such nice and sweet things, I'm like, fuck yeah, man, let's go record a marathon right now. So that's the, that's the fuel for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Adrian Mendoza, you've been a supporter for a very long time and w- we don't forget it, man. And you've bought in shirts too, dude. I think you, you think you're rocking a couple Mac and Zach shirts or something or something. Hell yeah. So fuck yeah. I think you paid for a Mac, a ham sandwich. I think you bought a ham sandwich because of you. Hell yeah. So appreciate you, man. And lastly, we're going to leave off with a comment you posted for our Friday the 13th uh, remake commentary that featured Josh James of the R-rated horror channel. Uh, Adrian, you states, Josh and I have one thing in common. We both ventured out to buy porn. I was a young lad back in 2000. I had, I had not yet discovered internet porn, nor had I known the touch of a man. I'm going to stop you for a second there. In 2000, was internet porn super prevalent? Like you had to spend all day and download some pictures from Sweden or something. Hell yeah, it took fucking forever to, like, you'd start downloading. I remember, like, uh, fucking people used to start downloading stuff, they'd get it, they fucking, like, it'd take, like, three days, and then they'd get far enough, there'd be enough of a download, and they'd start watching it, they'd be like, holy shit, uh, this is, like, a, a chick with a dick, and then they'd be like, uh, fucking, I gotta restart all over, because I'm not into this shit, or, or they'd just go ahead and keep it, like, I, I need something to jack off to. <laughs> What if you're downloading a picture and it's like loading and it's like r- barely past the tits and you go to work and you come back and by the time it's finished, you see she has a dick. Oh, yeah. You know, um, hey, so but anyway, I, I, there definitely wasn't video streaming because YouTube didn't come out to all four. So there was no porn hubs and all that bullshit that ripped it off. I'm not that I'm endorsing that stuff. But, yeah, I can't even imagine that kind of stuff in the year 2000. So, however, he says, I did find a store that sold magazines towards the back. They sold porno mags. And to my surprise, they had gay porn. <laughs> I remember grabbing a magazine with a cover that intrigued me. It was of a guy with his shirt off, his ripped body oiled up, wearing tight blue jeans. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> he says his jeans were partially unbuttoned, revealing a thicket. That's a good word. A thicket of pubic hair and large bulge aching to be set free. Oh, yeah. This guy, he's talking just like you, Zach. Fuck. Fuck yes. <laughs> he says, I handed the magazine to the guy behind the counter who was also the owner and operator, and I'm sure a Vietnam vet, and without any snide remarks or judgmental glares, rang up my purchase. I would return to that store many times for a couple of years. Oh, thanks for the story, man. Uh, so I need to know that place. Zach needs to know that place, and he needs to buy that Vietnamese guy a drink. Oh, sorry, not the Vietnamese guy, the Vietnam Vietnam War vet. Uh, yeah, dude, thanks for the story. And basically, I think the moral of that is no shame. Like no one's gonna judge you, I guess, on what you do, right? Fuck I don't yeah. know, or or I guess no one has the right to judge. That guy was a Vietnam War vet, dude. He probably saw some worse shit in in the war in Nam, right? He probably saw a yeah. bunch of guys burning villages or something. Maybe maybe it was like that movie Platoon. Maybe they and, uh, were burning villages while they were fucking running at you naked trying to fuck you first. Yeah. That's my kink. Perhaps. But, uh, dude, we appreciate the hell out of you, and we appreciate the hell out of all you guys. And kudos for you guys sticking with us while we watch this piece of shit movie. This wasn't one of our finest hours because, well, I wanted to eat a bullet the whole time. Uh, I hope the guy that recommended this did it because he knew it was shitty and wanted to hear us suffer. Because if he was like, "Man, I want to hear their real opinions on this this underlooked classic," we just fucked, we just shat all over his cereal. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying there's no Ewe Bowl fans out there that maybe have a soft spot for these flicks, but uh, we didn't talk about the fact that he'll like beat up people, he'll like challenge people to boxing matches, like critics. Oh yeah. Yeah, like people were like, oh, yeah, I watched that Ooey Bull movie. I didn't like it. 
It sucked. He sucks at making movies. And then, like, he's like, I, I challenge you to boxing. And, yeah, he's he's actually trained in boxing. So it's like, are we supposed to be impressed when you fucking beat the shit out of these people that had no idea how to box? Well, Fucking retard. Well, you know what? At the end of the day, maybe he is just a guy that's chasing a dollar and making a buck. And he's a big troll. And he's really not that bad of a guy. Because at the end of the day, he's, he's, he's making money. Someone's paying him constantly to make and turn out these shitty fucking fluff pieces. If he's cashing paychecks and he's living a healthy life, he's living his best life, dude, he might be, he might be in a better place than we are. You know what I mean? Like, like what the, how can we fucking knock that? Right. Well, he stopped paying for it now. So now he's just retired. Oh, he retired. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's got a nest egg then because of this. So, I mean, how much can I knock that guy from making a buck? But anyway, guys, thank you guys so much. Uh, continue doing what you're doing. Please listen, subscribe, like, share, you know, our content. Get us around there. I don't know if you, if you guys are on podcast services or YouTube. If you're on YouTube, like the video, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell so you get all the stuff we post when we post it. If you're only on YouTube, check the links at the bottom of the videos that will take you to podcast services. We're on all of them, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, etc. cetera. Uh, follow us on all social medias. I'm not going to list them because we're on all of them, uh, unfortunately. Fuck, man. Zach, you got to even get a TikTok. We got to get that 12-year-old demographic. It's not too you're, – you're not too young to start getting on the BTM train. That's not a fucking bad. Yeah, you are too young. We don't want you if you're too young. Well, you know what? Actually, with the way Google shit is now, we don't – I guess we don't want younger audiences because then we'll get flagged and taken down. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think, okay, Zach, so you got to get on TikTok and you got to groom them. So when they're freshly 18, they'll come over and listen to our show. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you guys aren't old enough yet to witness this podcast magic, but, you know, soon count down the clock. Uh, but anyway, keep sharing us around. Uh, and even if you guys like us on YouTube or one of the other, go over to a place like uh, the podcast services. Go to iTunes. Go to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, all that stuff. Leave us a rating, a, f- a nice word or two. That stuff is going to help us, you know, grow in exposure and and gain more listenership. And and that, in, in a sense, is going to help Zach and I improve the show do more of the show uh and even just keep doing the show because like i said it gets a little tougher the older we get but we love every second that we do of it uh, i think that's it uh, once again i'll plug if you guys want to reach out to us revival house network uh, at gmail.com if you want to pitch some podcast ideas uh if you want to make suggestions or like i said if you guys want to reach out to us about doing a podcast yourself and us kind of helping you out and teaming up dude hit us up uh, I think that's all we got. Teespring, if you guys want to support the channel, that's a great way to do it right now. Besides listening, obviously, uh, you guys can order a shirt. We got tons of designs on there from all the shows that are on the channel. Uh, that stuff goes a long way, man. And Teespring sends you out a shirt pretty promptly. High quality stuff we have on there and they kick us back uh, the profits from it. So it definitely helps out. Anyway, that's all we got. We'll see you guys next week. Zach, do you got any final words, man? I want to suck your dicks. Better words have never been spoken. Bye bye, puppets. End of the week at the revival house. Next month's theme, you gotta figure it out. Italian zombies are Polly Shore. I slash it with the knife and the girl next door. And one second in, get it all queued up and ready. Hit play in three, two, one. Bye bye, puppets. Zach Pete in a solo cup man. Goodness, cameras love and Josh and Scott failed and Riverman's babe. Sounds good, like this country used to.